Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Graham Norton Radio Show. How exciting is this? With Waitrose. Over on Virgin Radio. Up and Adam, come on, things to do. Don't cheer, you'll just embarrass yourselves. We're not bored of it yet, so it's lovely. There's no stopping them, no stopping them. The Graham Norton Radio Show. Oh, there's nothing nicer, is there? Nothing nicer. With Waitrose, food to feel good about. I mean, what's not to like? Saturday and Sunday from 9.30. Over on Virgin Radio. Welcome to the show. Vassos is here. Oh, hi. And Sinead is here. Hello. Her voice is almost here too. <laughs> yeah, still so about 70%. Post Glastonbury. Yeah. I think you're doing very well. I think so. Also, Kedge is here, head of digital. Hey, hello. Hi, hi Kedge, how are you? Yeah, good, how are you? I'm good, Kedge. So we're just readying ourselves to post what? We're about to post um, your appearance on Dish. On Dish. So Dish is the podcast. It's a, a waitress podcast. It's food inspired. Yeah. It's, it's food and drink inspired. And it's hosted by the amazing Angela Hart and Nick Grimshaw. Nick hosts this show when I'm not here sometimes. It does a fantastic job. And I went on their show to talk about carfest.org and also about, you know, about working here at Virgin Radio. And so today that episode drops. So we are we are posting something. We're posting a... A, a, a reel. A reel, an yep. Instagram reel. Yep. And it's all going very well. It's Yep, so that's up there live. Go and check it out. When I say we're posting it, actually you're posting it. It's, 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 it's a team game. Because <laughs> they sent me this thing, like this email which melted my face. <laughs> so here's the clip. And then if you do this and then you do that, and then you can you can change the wording if you want. Put it out between seven. And, I'm like, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Please, please, God, please let Kedge not be off tomorrow. <laughs> uh, which is well, Can I just a quick tip for your phone, by the way? Yes. Um, you need to switch it off every, every now and then because your phone's completely jammed. There's a lot of things not working on it. So it's oh. fine. No, it's fine with me. I want less things working on it. Ah. It's fine if the phone doesn't want to work at all ever again. That is yeah, also. That. Every time I leave it at work, somebody runs after me in the street saying, "You forgot your phone." <laughs> so I forgot it on purpose. Please go away. Um, no, I don't. I don't really mean that. Catch that aside. Yeah. Your T-shirt yes. is one of the greatest T-shirts oh, I've ever seen in really? my life. Describe it to people, please, if you uh, don't mind. So it's the old-school Batman Robin comic strip cartoon bit, um, and there's a little bit of dialogue. I think it's the front cover of, a, of an old magazine, DC comic magazine. The thing is, it has some sequence action going on. Yes, there is. There is a little bit of sequence. It's this this T-shirt just... is really old. Well, I'll tell you what, mate. That is, it's ageless. It's infinite. It's beautiful. It's forever, that yeah, T-shirt. It looks better now than it did when I first bought it. Are you going to decide what you're going to be buried in? Because you can, can't you? You can put that in your will, can't you? This is what, what I want to be buried in. If you don't want to be buried in that T-shirt, can I be buried in it, please? <laughs> sure, you can have it. <laughs> <laughs> can have it. No, I don't want it. Because you, you, How great is that T-shirt, guys? It's yeah. fantastic. It's washed very well for an old T-shirt as well. It's one of I those... thought the sequence would be off after yeah. the first. So, Some do and some don't. Some get better, don't they? T yeah. Some T-shirts and some great T-shirts with one wash, then just like a box of cornflakes. Yeah. It's just horrible. Yeah. But that is you are smashing it again. And also, yesterday, great day for you because you forgot that you entered the ballot for the London Landmarks. Yes. And the ballot came out yesterday and you have won a place. Yay! And you love a half marathon. I love a half marathon. Are you tempted to uh, run your half marathon in the greatest T-shirt I've ever seen? Oh, 
Well, I like. Yes, you would get so much love because it's there's loads of people on the side of the street, the London landmark. Yes, there is. You would yeah. get so much love if you ran it in that. Okay. Well, here we go. So I'll run it with you. Let's do it, Vassal. Yeah. Oh, it was all going so well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll keep up with you for the first two seconds. Kedge, thank you so much. Thank you. Kedge is the best. Another round of applause for Kedge. You have another listener, by the way, as well. We've got one extra listener today, uh, the the, uh, the person who was driving me in. He said, what's the best radio station to listen to? I said, Virgin Radio, Chris Evans. I said, he's brilliant. What? And, and so he goes, oh, do I know Chris Evans? So I showed him your phone. He goes, oh, I love this man. He goes, is he on the radio? I said, yeah. <laughs> So I made sure before I left, the battle. He's, tu- he's tuned in, yeah. he's listening. Well, it's not half the battle, it's all of the battle. So if you really like this show and you want other people to listen to it, you have to tell them. In fact, you have to go around and, and find it for them because so many people don't even know we're on. And I'm, I'm not embarrassed to say this. You know, people say, oh, don't say that, don't say that. Why? <laughs> we have a great advert today in the paper, in the sun. There's a half-page advert for our show for tomorrow. And the headline is, hello, Dolly. On the Chris well, hey. Dolly Parton's on the show tomorrow. She is indeed. So excited. Well, I'm very excited. You had your hand up. I just, yes. You need to go to the toilet. Extra, extra listener as well from here. Yes. My brother-in-law, Dave, has got a new car which has digital radio in it. And he's shown me, he's actually sent me a photo of him tuned to Virgin Radio. Right. So that's two extra Oh, listeners. this is good. Yeah, it already felt like a good Wednesday. Yeah. It's getting better. I thought you were going to say, uh, my brother finally asked me what I did for a living. I told him <laughs> and he, he, he suggested he might just um, have a listen to, to see if you're any good at what you <laughs> well, I he, still suspect that's actually the, the true scenario. That one definitely knows what I do for a living, but my actual brother, I'm not sure. <laughs> but isn't he in the SS? You're not allowed to say that. Why not? Well, he was. He was. <laughs> he might have been. <laughs> well, my brother-in-law's a spy. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps they know each other. Mm. My brother-in-law is actually a spy. His name is Tom. He's a spy. There yeah, you go. that's true. And his, and his cover. His cover is that I keep talking about it, and therefore people think, well, no, he's not. But nobody is. That's why the cover works. It's genius, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, where are we now? Oh, Beth Mead's on the show later. Tell me about Beth Mead, Vassos. Uh, she um, she helped England win the Euros yeah. last summer. Woo-hoo. She is what you would describe as a goal machine for Sunderland and now Arsenal. She has a pesky knee, which will keep her out of the World Cup, which starts in less than a month. But she is just all-round brilliant, as evidenced by the fact that she's the BBC Sports Personality of the Year and written has written a book that my daughter says is, quotes... Perfect. It's brilliant, this book. Aww. It's brilliant. It's very clever. It's very cleverly done. It's, mm. The graphic design is awesome. It's very um, it's very attention span friendly, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, By the way, do you want a better word than evidenced? I liked it. Well, evinced <laughs> is the word. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, no, you can say evidenced. It's just clumsy. And the, the, actual, the better word is it's evinced by the fact that blah, blah, blah. If you want proof yes- of evidence, it's evinced. I found out yesterday that it's not off your own back, it's off your own bat. bat. But That's- you're a sports person. Yeah. It's got, the, it's got a bat in it. Yeah. Surely well, you should know that. From now on, <laughs> watch me go with that expression. Right, the best TV show you've never heard of. It's on Netflix. It's called Arnold. It's three one hours and it is brilliant. It is the life story of Arnold Schwarzenegger and it is hosted by him. It's narrated by him. It is funny. It is inspiring. I watched it yesterday. I watched the first hour and I literally thought I'm going to go and take I'm going to go and take on the world now. His story. There's a guy called Reg Parks who features in it. I want to talk about it more. I will talk about it more. But listen, you have to. I mean, you may have watched Chernobyl when we recommended it a few years ago, and then it won all the awards. You may have watched Breaking Bad. You may have watched Sopranos. You may have watched Big Little Lies. You may have watched Ted Lasso. Uh, You may not. You may not. I would say over and above all those, 
This is the one that most of you will agree on is amazing, even more than Ted Lasso. Because Ted Lasso was a little bit Marmite, you know, in the end, because some people tried and didn't like it. I thought it was the greatest TV show I've ever seen. That is my favourite TV show of all time. Ted Lasso, it's official. This one, Arnold, I think most people were like, it is brilliant. It's a brilliant, 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 brilliant show, and I'd love to get him on. I know the chance of us getting Arnold Schwarzenegger on the show right now are pl- pretty slim, but I'm going to where he lives in three weeks' time, and I'm going to take a tape recorder. Or my phone, or whatever. What do I need? Yeah, just yeah, just your phone. Now they just need a phone. I need to turn my phone on and off a bit, so that bit works. Yeah, do that. Do that. <laughs> but seriously, it's on Netflix. It's called Arnold, and it is it is a must not miss show. It is fan flipping tastic. Stormzy's buying a football club along with Zaha from Crystal Palace because they're best mates and they both grew up around Croydon and they want to buy FC Croydon. In fact, they're buying FC Croydon. We hope they make a TV show about it. We all want to watch it. That show called Arnold on Netflix. It's a, do, you have, do you have Netflix, Sinead? Yes, I do, yeah. Will you watch it? Well, yes, I've got a couple of days off oh, to recover and so that is giving me something to watch. His story's so inspirational. He thought from as long as he can remember thinking anything that he was American. He was just born in the wrong country. He was always destined to go there. And he, he, he idolised this guy called Reg Parks, who he saw on the front of a magazine. And Reg, Actually, no, he saw him in the cinema first. He went to watch a film when he was like, I think he was eight or nine, he went to watch this film. It was about, um, it, you know, it was days long gone, long gone. Ancient, ancient days of the Roman Empire. And there was this superhero in it, this man who, look, who looked like a real-life gladiator. And... Arnold had never seen anybody who looked like that before. And this was way before special effects and prosthetics and all that. So this guy really was, you know, he looked like that in real life. And he found out who he was and his name was Reg Parks. And he looked like that because he was Mr. Universe. And then Hollywood had found Mr. Universe, said we need to put him in a film because he looks like a gladiator may have looked like. And then he became a Hollywood superstar. And Arnie said, when I heard this story, I decided... I wanted to go and become stronger, lift some heavy things. This is before he was 10. I wanted to win Mr. Universe and I wanted to go to Hollywood and make millions of dollars like like my hero, Reg. And that's exactly what he did. It's exactly what he did. And then Reg Parks, who was way older than him, Reg Parks decided at the age of 46 to re-enter Mr. Universe when Arnold was in it at the age of 21. And so Arnold got to compete against Reg in Mr. Universe. They then became friends. And then Reg took him on like a a son. He became his father figure. And Arnie went to live with his hero and his family in South Africa. It's a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant story. That's just how it begins. I've only seen episode one. I don't know where it goes from here. But it's a fantastic programme. So far. I saw the trailer yesterday, coincidentally. And the first thing you see is an aerial shot of Arnie's mansion. And he goes, I love my home. Can you do do your Arnie impression? I, I love my home. It is a bit like Austria. It is warm. And it is a bit like America. Ridiculously big. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say you put a Greek, a Greek R in there? I did, didn't I? Ridiculous. That was, that's yeah. okay. Yeah, it's a bit my granny. Okay. Where, where Arnie meets my granny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. From, you know, um, cut from the same yeah. cloth. <laughs> Actually, they Without were. Without question. Yeah. Of course they were. Granny. Yeah, why don't you say granny? Why don't you roll your R with your granny? Granny. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, the point is, it's a fantastic program. It's our brand new must see. I think it's a ten. I think it's. A, I think more more of you will like this recommendation generally than have ever liked anything else. I think lots of you love things we've recommended before. Some do, some don't. I think. I think. I can't see why anybody wouldn't like this. I've only seen episode one, by the way, so I don't know what happens in two and three. Three one hours. So far, unbelievable. Hosted by Arnie. Um, 
I could wax on more about it, but just um, I'll, I'll wax off it for a moment. <laughs> Tracy from Maidstone. Hello, Chris, the team. Long-time listener, first-time Techstar. It's my last day at work today as I'm taking two very excited kids to Braga in Portugal tomorrow to compete in the Dance World Cup Championships. Ooh, nice. Cool. Please wish Darcy and Lachlan the best of luck. Joanna in Edinburgh, please may I have a beep as I'm up for a morning shuffle before work. Is it possible to book one day at Carfest? I'd love to surprise my boyfriend with Friday tickets. He loves cars and Craig David, but we have a wedding to go to on Saturday. Yes, it is. I don't know how we are on Saturday for day ticket sales, but I can find out in one second and I'll do that right now. Uh, but you can definitely, definitely come to Carfest one way or another still. Carfest.org. And these tickets that we sell between now and Carfest happening on the 25th of August are the ones where we make the money for the charity because we've covered the costs, the charities, because we've covered the costs. Obviously, 15% of all ticket sales go to the charities anyway, but now this is when we lump it, lump it on. Lump it on. The Tyrrells, Kylie, Dave, Jack and Tilda, please can we get a beep as we travel to Gatwick from Southampton? Of course you can. We're beyond excited as we are flying to Sardinia to meet our lovely friends who have travelled from Australia. We're looking forward to catching up with many cold drinks. i got to tell you, Sardinia, if you've never been, Sardinia and all Corsica, Sardinia, one of them's Italian, isn't it? One's mm. owned by Italy and one's owned by France. Yeah. And isn't the one that's closest to Italy not owned by Italy? Yeah, that's yeah, it's confusing. <laughs> and that's Sard so Sardinia is owned by France. Yeah, we were going to go to Sardinia owned... this time last year yeah. for our anniversary, and we ended up going to Mallorca. But we were all very confused about the Corsica Sardinia thing. What do you think? What do you have on the deck? Uh, me and my mum are planning on going there in a few weeks before I do my which one? Sardinia answer. or Corsica? Sardinia. Yeah, I've been to both. They're both. I can't recommend them highly enough. Napoleon was born in one, wasn't he? No, I think uh, Elba. Elba. That no, was Elba. No, Elba's a different... What, who? Napoleon. No, 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 no. no. I'm pretty sure. Uh, absolutely, 100% not. Elba's another island. Yeah, yeah Napoleon yeah. was born in Corsica, Vassos. Stop it. There's something about Napoleon and Elba. <laughs> yeah, fine. He may have been there, but <laughs> he he's born, he he's born in Corsica. Corsica from his Elba. <laughs> I love this so much. I know it's only been a week and a half, but I have missed this. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't missed it at all. What? Me saying things that are right? No, it's just it's just the same pattern. He was every excommunicated time. to Elba. There you go. He wasn't given the Spanish Elba, he was given the Italian Elba. <laughs> Caroline on the M4. We need to move on. I'm on my way to Devon, staying at Saunton Sands Hotel for a few days. Drop in for a drink if you're near. I'm in the car with hubby Ian and taking mum-in-law at Myrtle. Well, I don't know where I'm going. I know I'm going to the Mole Resort, but I don't know where the Mole Resort is. And uh, we're taking off after the show, um, literally taking off, and then we're going to go there. We're going to have a little recce and we're going to come back. Check out the Mole Resort. Tell me what you think of it. Because we would like to know what you think of it. And Saunton Sands, that's where you're going. Saunton Sands Hotel. Unbelievable. One of the greatest views from any hotel in the world. And it looks over Saunton Sands Beach. You know, they are the sands, they are the beach. And it's a, it's a really wide beach, great surfing off this beach. But also it's a very famous beach because it's where they used to land aircraft in World War Two on the beach. It was a landing strip and uh, it's got a great history. So have a great time. Love music? Love interviews with lovely musicians? Search Virgin Radio UK on YouTube to find brilliant album specials with some of the shiniest lights on our playlist, including George Ezra. This is going to be something I'll remember. And that's a really lovely thing. I don't think I was able to do that in the past. And James Bay. Come on, lady. Don't you agree that everybody needs someone when they feel alone? Watch all that and more at youtube.com slash virginradio UK. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. 
Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. On the line now, it's only Wheel of Fortune legend, Jenny Powell. Good morning, Jenny. Good morning. I'm just hearing that Wheel of Fortune music making me emotional. Da, 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 da. Jenny, oh, congratulations back. on everything you do right now. You are awesome. On Instagram, you're, you're, I don't follow many people, but I follow you, and you get it to the most amazing, inspiring stuff. What are you doing right now in, in your world? Oh, in my world, well, you know, I'm in my mid-50s now, Chris. And, uh, by the I'm way, on in there. By yeah, the way, so... I, that's unbelievable. If you don't follow Jenny on Instagram, follow on Instagram <laughs> and then sue her for claiming to be in her mid-50s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by the way, it's at Jenny Pal TV. Um, well, I, I'm just, you know me, I, I came down for your car fest in my last year. And you're brilliant. I absolutely love my yoga. So um, I'm going to do a teaching course, actually. I'm still doing radio. Um, on the other side, um, and I do lots and lots of events, um, and I do I double in TV. But um, for me, it's really just about doing what I like to do and what I'm con- in control. I've got a podcast called Hot Mess Mums. Um, uh, it should be called Crap Mum because I am. I'm awful. I just forget everything. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm still there. I'm still bubbling away. Uh, but the energy—you're um... not bubbling. You're effervescing. <laughs> You're overflowing, Jenny. Come on, I can say that about oh, you because it, you. it's true. Uh, well, it's just, do you know what? I think there's a time in life where you look back and we've all worked hard. You yeah. know, we've all come from the same days back in TV. You know, and I started on those limits when I was 15, 16 years old. Um, I don't know if anyone remembers that on the BBC. It was like a, Saturday a, a morning. music show. Yeah, and it was it was it was groundbreaking. Did all the kids telly? I worked hard from a very young age, and then you get to a certain stage, and you're like, right, you know, I've established myself now, but what do I really want to do? And it's amazing now because you know you can work things into your social media, you can work your things into you know just projecting your brand and the way you want to be. And, and to be honest with me, I just want people to last longer, live healthier. Um, and just connect as well. I think we all need to reconnect, and yoga does that. I mean, I sound like a raving hippie, but it's true. So well, it's all about connecting in this world with all these gadgets. And I'm so proud of you, Chris, because you don't... Is it right you don't let your kids have any gadgets? Or they not they don't really have phones and stuff? No, he's just got a phone for his 14th birthday. Eli doesn't have one um, at the age of 11. Um, you see, it, that's not bad. No, it's great. It's that long. Yeah, it's, great. it's just... Can I yeah, just say that if you are at all um, uh, sceptical mm-hmm. or even cynical, you know, with anything woo- to do with anything woo-woo that Jenny's involved with, follow mm-hmm. her on Instagram and she and in one second, two seconds, you will just <laughs> change colour, change change teams because she's the best yeah. advert for well-being <laughs> that I've ever seen. I don't know what oh, I, I know. Chris, no, come you. on, you've all, you've always been gorgeous, of course you have, but now you sort of. Emit these rays of energy positive. You sparkle. You literally go around <laughs> festivals and things. And even on the sunniest of days, you, you, you provide even more brightness, even more light. You are 
Awesome, Jenny Powell. Anyway. Well, that is a truly lovely thing to say. Yeah. So thank and I mean, you. I'll I mean, take that and I mean all of it. I mean all of it. <laughs> thank you're, you. You're, thank you're, you. you're the best you've ever been. Right, the return of Wheel of Fortune. When anything goes on with Big Brother, Rylan always knows about it, right? Yeah. Do you always yeah. know about anything to do with Wheel of Fortune ongoing? No, nothing. <laughs> all I get is loads of people uh, messaging me, tapping me on the shoulder, saying they should bring Wheel of Fortune back. When's Wheel of Fortune coming back? Oh, they are. That's all I get. The only thing I got was yesterday. Yes. Um, I got an inquiry. Somebody said, uh, "Would I come down um, and be on um, on the TV talking about the fact that Graham Norton's uh, no, uh, uh, a well-known uh, personality is about to do a new Wheel of Fortune." That's all I knew last night. Right. Until your producer messaged me this morning. Okay. So, so... I'm in the dark as much as you. Right. Well. Great. Graham is hosting it on ITV, so no. it's Graham's first foray onto ITV for a while, if if not yeah. ever, I don't know, but it's it's been a while, which is interesting for so many reasons. And what I love about you know Graham's ongoing um, sort of celebration of his own career, if you like, is he's is, he is now truly, well and truly entered the phase of let's just have a laugh, um, Absolutely. you know. And you can see the fact that he's going, to, you know, he's got his chat show there, he works here at the weekends, he does Eurovision, yeah. he's got his books, he writes his brilliant books. He's got his wine on going on. He's got his book club. He's just having a laugh. Well, that's it. And I think, uh, uh, sort of, again, you know, you get to a certain stage in your life in your career where, you know, you actually start to enjoy yourself. Yeah, you're not yeah. getting paranoid. Uh-huh. You know, you're not sort of feeling insecure. You've grown. You've matured. You know, you've got your feet firmly. You've set the bar. You've set the bar. You know, and um, you, you can keep. You can keep just sort of like exuding this uh, confident energy. Um, and that's what I think he'll be doing. And I cannot wait to see him do his magic with the Wheel of Fortune. I'm really intrigued because I swear this is the truth, um, Chris. Yesterday, I was on a panel sort of empowering women. Not sort of, I was empowering women. Um, and we were talking about our power. And then we got to talking about our careers. And, of course, everyone was really interested in saying, you, you know, sort of 80s, 90s, you know, 2000, you're still here, Jenny. But looking back at your career, what can you say? I said, well, do you know what? Wouldn't it be interesting if I got a call today and somebody said, because this is like, you know, just paralleling sort of um, back in the 90s, would you like to be a glamorous game show hostess? Yeah. And I said, I wondered what I'd say now as compared to back then, obviously, when it was the thing. So I'm intrigued to know whether they'll still have sort of a, you know, a lovely lady sort of turning letters around or whether it'll be digital or whether it'll be a guy doing it or maybe it'll be a robot. Who knows? It could be really interesting because everything is so different now. Yeah. Okay. Well, it could still be you. If they did call you, what would you say? Oh, my gosh, I'd be there in a heartbeat. But I wouldn't be wearing... I'll tell you what, the thing that got me Mm. was the shoes. I mean, you had to wear these ridiculous shoes, like high-heel shoes. I don't do that, so I'd have to do it in Uggs. If that's all right. I didn't realise that the phrase for, you know, showing showing, uh, heel is running a heel. That's the phrase, isn't it, if you run a heel? Is it? Yeah, I think that's... Oh, yeah, yeah, I love to run a heel on a, on a oh, special... Really? I love to run a heel on a special night out, but... Um, yeah, I, yeah I, I'm not a good... I'm not good for running heels Maybe Graham will um, run a heel. That'd be nice, but he's got great legs. Wouldn't it? Yeah. So I'm just really intrigued. I mean, I know there's going to be a few celebrity specials, so maybe I'll get a look in there and maybe I'll actually get to spin the wheel. Oh, that'd the be thing fun. is, of course, to this day, 22 years later, I am still getting people shouting across the road, Go on, Jenny, spin the wheel. I'm going, I don't spin the wheel. I turn the letters round. You know, get it right. Yeah, so, get it right. You know, Come on, guys. It'll be, it'll be amazing. I could just visualise now sort of the whole set because it was always really bright and colourful. 
you know, all sort of like stars and spangles everywhere. So, um, and with Graham Norton just uh, just doing his thing with that beautiful smile of his and that humour he's got. I know. And we all need that now. And those old school um, game shows are what we need as well. I was thinking, oh, there's a crisis, right? What else is there that I really like? You know, bring it on, bring them back. Bring them back. All right, no, yeah. cool, cool, cool. How many did you do in the end? Well, I do remember one series, I did 163, and I used to sort of, like, notch them up on the wall. I used to cross them out. Bit, one like, series was 163? Yeah, because what happened was <laughs> it went from Saturday night yes. to daytime. And so I think we were one of the first sort of daytime telly shows. So all of a sudden we had to do five a day. So you do two in the morning, have a break, and then three in the afternoon. So you could, yeah, we could bang them out, seriously. All so, right. Well, Jenny, it's great to talk to you. Please don't be a stranger. Once again, how do we follow you on Instagram? It's at Jenny Pal TV. All Join right. me. She's I will make of... your life. Yeah. yeah. I will make your life glow. Yeah, so absolutely. You're Love very you. Jenny. You're always welcome. Uh, Jenny Pal, one of the best follows you could um, manage on Instagram. Jenny Pal TV. Fastest Alexander, it's over to you. She is the pride of the Lionesses who won everything from the Euros to Sports Personality of the Year. Her new book, Raw, A Guide to Dreaming Big and Playing the Sport You Love, is out now. And we all feel the need, the need for Beth Mead. Morning, Beth. <laughs> Morning. Thank you for having me. So... How was ballet for you? It's in the book, isn't it? You and ballet. It wasn't my favourite subject. Um, I didn't... I had quite a lot of energy, so I didn't get enough out of ballet, but my mum tried really, really hard to try and get me into that one. So she bribed me with a dog, which I said in the in the book as well. This book is brilliant. Beth Mead Raw, A Guide to Dreaming Big and Playing the Sport You Love. I, I really enjoy. It's not for me, it's not aimed at me, but I really enjoyed it. I watched... The Arnold documentary about Arnold Schwarzenegger on Netflix, and then I read your book, and I was so I couldn't sleep last night. I was too inspired for anything but sleeping. I have to say. Um, so when did you first um, when did you first encounter football? I know it's in the book, but for people who don't know, yeah, I um, actually started when I was six. Mm-hmm. Um, I come from a little village in the middle of nowhere in North Yorkshire, so yeah, we had a luckily a volunteer that Saturday morning, all boys session, and he was. Actually, there's a lot of boys that are quite rough. Do you think Beth will be all right? Mum's like, it's all right, just throw her in. She just wanted to get rid of me at that point, I think. And, yeah, she came back an hour later and said, yeah, Beth's rougher than most of the boys, so she's pretty good at this one. <laughs> and how were you playing football for the first time? Did you, did you, can you remember the first time you saw a ball at your feet and what to do with it? I used to kick it up and down the hallway at home at my little brother, so he made me feel great because he wasn't great at football. Um, but... I love a lot of sports. Obviously, I say that in the book. I did a lot of sports growing up, but when I played football, I just knew that was the one. It was the one I loved, and it was the one when I was on a football pitch, nothing else in the world mattered. Um, you say in the book, um, and it's, it's, it is a real playbook for kids. You've got to get it for your kids. It's so cool, man. There's loads of sketches in it, pictures, some jokes in it as well. Um, and sort of at the end of every chapter, Beth has her sort of top three, whatever it is to do with the chapter. Um, and you talk about your three uh, favourite heroes, your three sports you could have ended up doing. It was, it was a close call between football and hockey, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Um, I... Yeah, I was quite lucky that I was good at sport, generally. Um, yeah, hockey I played at county level. Um, it obviously started to clash with football a little bit, so I had to make that decision. But 
I felt more comfortable doing football than I did hockey. I wasn't a fan of the skirts in hockey, so that was one of the... Interesting, yeah. that, isn't it? So had, had you worn shorts? Possibly. Isn't that that's Possibly, yeah. Which were you best at at the time? I would still say football, but I love being in a team, so they were all pretty, like, I love being in team sports. I love, like, uh, bouncing my energy from other people. And, yeah, it was important for me that I did team sports. That's not for everyone, but that was... The route I went down, but yeah, football always topped that one for me. You talk about um, lots of your heroes. Dame Kelly Holmes uh, is one. And you talk about your continuing disbelief that you've won Sports Personality of the Year. Um, You are the current reigning champion. And I can't believe that you do get to take the trophy home. I do. I got to walk away with it that day, which is still a bit surreal to me. It's a... 70-year-old trophy with a lot of incredible sports men and women on there. And, yeah, it's still surreal that it's sat at home. I mean, Princess Anne won that award. I know, I so remember. Sat, it was I sat in the palace at one point, and now it's sat at my house. It's incredible, <laughs> It's so it? weird. Whereabouts is it at your house? It's sat right next to the TV cabinet, so when I get bored of what's on TV, I can look at my sport personality. It's massive <laughs> as well, isn't it? It's huge and so, so heavy. So heavy. So heavy. Um, tell us about some of your other heroes. They're in the book. Yeah. Go on. Um, I have a couple of different ones. I had Kelly Smith, who was a big hero of mine yeah. growing up. So for people who don't know, Kelly? Yeah, she was a England and Arsenal legend. Um, I tried my best to try and go and play with her at Arsenal, but she retired the season I signed. <laughs> so I don't know if she did that on purpose or not. But um, I have Kim Little, who's one the captain of Arsenal at the moment, um, ultimate professional every day, someone I aspire to you know, still be like. Um I have my partner Viv, very good footballer, um, scores lots of goals, which I like to try and do as well. So she's up there in that one. Um, but I could have had endless amounts of heroes and people that have inspired me through my journey. Um, my mum and dad are two of my heroes in there. Um, I wouldn't be where I am today without them. So no, of course not. You was... wouldn't be here for a start. No, well, that's very true. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't be here. So thank you to them for that <laughs> thanks one. For, thanks for meeting and kissing <laughs> yeah. and getting on. Uh, so cool, so cool. Um, let's talk about... Uh, I love the, the top three with your football boots. <laughs> Just t- tell us about your 50p boots. When did they come into your life? Uh, do you still have them? Yeah, they're in a box at home, I think. They're probably worth more now than they were then. They probably are. very vintage, but yeah, my mum bought them for 50p at the car boot um, and I absolutely love them kicking a ball in them I soon wore them out I think but yeah I think they're one of my favourite pairs and I think it I'm now lucky enough that I'm sponsored you know to get boots but I think it takes it back and keeps you grounded thinking that your first pair were 50p yeah how many because I talked to Mo Farah but do you remember when he came on the show and mm. I said how many pair of Nikes do you have at home he said you know I said hundreds honestly I'm, I'm a football boot I'm a trainer freak I hoard lots of trainers and boots and stuff. But yeah. to be fair, boots and things I always like to give to either fans or charities and stuff. Yeah, why wouldn't you? We're quite, we're quite lucky that we get quite a lot of them. Okay. If there's one pair of boots you would never give away, uh, would it be your 50p boots or would it be your Euros oh, boots? That's a tough one. Just give one left and one right of each way and keep the yeah. odd pair. Yeah, I'll keep one right for 50p and then the left for... In this brilliant book, uh, One Step at a Time is one of the headlines. Beth Mead's Raw, A Guide to Dreaming Big and Playing the Sport You Love for Your Kids. You've got to get this book. It's so cool. Beth's top three comfort blankets. Tell us about that. I was very bad at becoming out of my comfort zone as a kid. Um, I was lucky enough that I went and played for England at 12, but very much enjoyed home life, didn't want to leave. Uh, 
So yeah, I was not good at that. So my mum, my gran, and my dog Rona. They're people. Aren't they? That's what's great about yeah. your comfort blankets. It's crazy. I um, I think Rona's a funny one. She never says anything, but she makes everything better, which is yeah, always yeah. great. And yeah, my mum and my gran always knew what to do and say to help me through bad. And I don't know this, and f- forgive me for presuming, but I would imagine the one thing they have all in common, they don't judge you. Well, I think Rona does sometimes. But... <laughs> <laughs> when all I right. talk to her, she's definitely judging me when I have my little dog voice on, I think. OK. <laughs> uh, I, I think that's projection. I don't think she's judging you. Uh, best top three favourite football pitches. Number one, Wembley Stadium, because you played there. Number two, Emirates Stadium, because you played there. Number three, Appleton Colliery Welfare Ground. I love that number three is usually a blast from the past, isn't it? It is. It's my uh, Sunderland uh, days. I think, again, my senior career started there. So, yeah, without that process in my life, I wouldn't be, again, playing at a Wembley or a Emirates. So. Yeah, the book is it's sort of in four parts. There's a half time in there as well. Yeah. What's the what's the apart from chronology? What's the what's the difference between the essence of of the first half and the second half? I think at the beginning it's more like me sharing my experience. Uh, spit my words out there. <laughs> sharing my experiences, you know, getting people comfortable with understanding that how they're feeling in different circumstances is okay. Um, then it's just trying to, you know, figure out what, what's best for you, whether you like a sport on your own, whether you like a team sport, whether you like a badminton, a football, a cricket, uh, whatever you may like it to be. So I hope it mashes together quite well and people understand it. But, yeah, I've, I've tried my best. Could you have done with this book when you were growing up? Yeah, I, um, you know, people ask me sometimes, oh, what's your favourite book, what's this? And I'm... I was very active as a kid, so I didn't. I wouldn't say I sat still for very long, but I didn't ever have a book that you know helped guide in the sense of oh, you could do this, you could do that. And obviously, growing up, I didn't have the um, dream of being a professional footballer because that wasn't a wasn't a possibility growing up. But now, I hope a young boy or girl looking in that book can you know read it, understand it, and think you know what I could maybe do that one day. And they're just little steps to help with it. Yeah, I mean, not only does it answer a lot of the questions that youngsters may ask, it also asks questions they may not realise need asking. And I think that's a great book. You know, often you go online, especially with couples therapy and things like that. We've done, Tash and I did this at home. You know, we weren't asking each other the right questions and somebody can give you an insight into better questions to ask. And that's this book is full of those as well. Yeah, and I still have that to this day. I think there's some things that you don't think about or you think, oh, I'm very light-hearted. I don't overthink life generally, but um, I think it's nice to just sometimes put that in someone's brain to try and help them a little bit. And I definitely need that in life because I'm sometimes away with the fairies. So. Do you have mentors now that you go to? Yeah, I mean, obviously, lucky, lucky enough at Arsenal um, and England, you know, we have a lot of support of, you know, after football, psychologically, mentally, physically. We are very lucky in the sense that we have all that and people that can help us with it, but... It's not always the case from a younger age, and sometimes that that can help. So, I'd like to think the book helps with that a little bit. I think honestly, I think it's a must. Buy it for your kids, but read it, you know, first, second, third. <laughs> just have it around. Just have it, you know. In, it's a, it's because you can dip into it and dip out of it. Yeah, can't you? You can, can literally flick to, to any page. Yeah. Now. I read it last night, but you can flick to any page, and you can talk about anything on any page. Um, one step at a time. Great advice. Do what's in front of you. One day at a time. I love that as well. Don't you? Yeah, it was my mum's uh, best advice I think she ever gave me I again going from Sunderland to Arsenal I really struggled to be out my comfort zone away from home four hours away and 
she's like, just take one step step at a time. Get out of bed, brush your teeth, eat your breakfast, get yeah. to training, and then yeah. by you've done all them different steps, it's the end of the day and you've done it again, yeah. you know. So, and then it become the norm. So, yeah, it's a process I've used a lot from her. So last year, uh, my family and I were very lucky to be able to go on a four-week holiday in the summer, which is what we do. So we forsake some shorter holidays and we stack it all up and we go for four weeks away. We left just before Euro started Mm -hmm. and we arrived home two days after they finished. Did I miss much? No, nothing at all, really. (laughs) Nothing happened. (laughs) Very quiet. We came back to Fantastic timing from you. (laughs) Did you try and avoid us on purpose? Honestly, it was the only... I'm not going to say it's a regret because don't don't see the point in regrets. Just lessons. Life lessons. But... Um, it was the only thing that we mi- we missed, um, but boy, did we miss! You, you missed quite a lot. You know, uh, it was. Uh... Give us the highlights. Your highlights now, with a bit of perspective and a bit of distance between, uh, you know, a bit more water under the bridge. You know, how, how do you look back on what, what what went on? I mean, I think it's all still quite surreal, and Is because. It? None of us. I mean, I've had to stop because of my injury, but a lot of the girls have been go go go. So I think it's been so hard for them to sit down and take it all in still. Um, I mean, the journey in general, you start off at Old Trafford, the first game in front of a sold-out crowd. We win 1-0. Probably wasn't our best game of the tournament, but then you go into a next game, you think, you know what, this is going to be our hardest game in the group, and then we go and batter Norway for, um, 8-0, which was just insane and then every time we went forward did somebody score a hat-trick in that game maybe maybe (laughs) maybe me wow honestly so I even scored a header so I knew it was a good day because I'm not very good with my head normally Um, but then you know you go into a semi-final where we've fallen short for a lot of time um, win 4-0 comfortably and then know we're going to Wembley to play against the Germany which is a big game in general so yeah getting to that final and beating the Germans in the final is and as if we Meant to be. the crowd weren't pleased already, you know, the perfect crowd-pleasing bonus, it goes to extra time, mm-hmm. but not penalties. Yeah. And you win in extra time at home in the Euros against not all the odds, but most of the odds. Literally. It's so English to go to penalties, isn't it? So the fact that we, we got it in extra time was great and everyone got the money's worth, Anna. What was it like? What was it like for the, the 72 hours post the win? What was it like? <laughs> Not a lot. Uh, There was a lot of partying. Um, You know, I um, I went on a forty-eight hour bender. Most of us did. We went to Falga Square. Yes, literally. Bearing in mind, we'd not drank for like nine weeks, so it didn't end well. Any she had right first on. Literally got to Trafalgar Square, and it was like a the hottest day of the year, I think. So we were all felt like... Do you remember, I remember were you here for it? On no. the stage. It, I remember saying that, yeah. You were somewhere like... It was like a glass roof <laughs> on the stage. We were like melting and we all had sunglasses or a bucket hat on. Just yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they help, don't they, sometimes? Sometimes they do. Yeah. And then, yeah, I ended up being on Lorraine and then <laughs> got told I didn't look great. And I thought, yeah, you're not wrong. I've been on a bender for 48 Nobody hours. Nobody minded, did they? Come on, Bass. <laughs> Oh, it was it was just great. I remember watching the final. We were in Corfu in Greece and the entire island. I mean, there's quite a few expats on the island anyway. There's quite a few English people on holiday. But all the Greeks, everyone was watching or every telly around. So it's not just here that everyone was watching, but all, all around Europe. It just it caught fire. I just I love what the Euros has done to and 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 just speak a little bit to the to the WSL season that's just gone mm-hmm. because attendances are up, viewing figures are up, it's all happening. Yeah, no, it was 
it's blew up a little bit. I think, you know, we played at an Emirates men's stadium a bit more regularly, which was amazing. Um, sold it out, had over 60,000 people. I think it worked out something like we had 250,000 people come watch us this season for the Duracell, which is incredible. It was... Yeah, it's been a bit of a crazy roller coaster every year, but it's been incredible. Who's the craziest person that congratulated you in terms of like, you know, someone you're like mad about, like really famous? Yeah. I'm sure like everyone was like tweeting you or whatever. Who 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 was it? <laughs> there was a lot. Um give us, give us some, I love a bit of music. Jess Glynn messaged. Wow. Yeah, That's a cool. cool one. We just said earlier, um I actually went out with uh, Jason Sudeikis the other week for oh, some drinks and what? stuff and he was he was buzzing. He was like obviously he's American but obviously the Euros it, He's quite good friends with Leah Williamson, so he came out and had a few drinks with us and congratulated us. Which You've was got an I very believe surreal. tattoo, haven't you? I do. <laughs> we've got, I do. We've got the poster. Big You've Ted got Lasso tattoo. fan over here. That's mega. Unbelievable. I'm on the um, just out of interest, just mm-hmm. out of your for your interest for your information. I'm on the panel that votes for the WSL Player and Goal of the Month, and oh, I no. do take bribes. You do take yeah, bribes, right? Oh, yeah. Do you know what? <laughs> End of the show. I'll talk to you. <laughs> All right, so Mary, Mary's just turned nine, versus his um, youngest mm-hmm. child, um, and she's she's pretty cool, uh, and she does tend she does like to review a book, so she's she's posted a review of your okay. book. Okay, you ready for this? Is she harsh? Okay, here we go. She's honest. Okay, Always. I'll take it. Here we go. This book is brilliant. I really, really love Beth Mead, and I can't believe she's written a book that's like perfect. It's inspiring and funny, and can you say thank you to her for writing it and winning the Euros? Oh, that's so cute. I'll take that. An honest review. If you'd known Mary since June the 24th, 2014, every day, like I have Mm -hmm. since she was born, right, and and you you decided to write a book for that just-turned-nine-year-old girl, right, that would be the book. There would be not yeah. a, a single word. It's absolutely... She said perfect. It's perfect. It's so cool. It's so brilliantly conceived. I love and, the way it's I, set out. I love, yeah. the, I love the graphics. I love the cartoons. It's so friendly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I... Uh, yeah, it was quite... I wanted... I'm a friendly person, so I wanted it to feel like that coming through the book. So I'm Reminds very me of happy an annual. Mary appreciated it. You know a kid's annual? Pardon? An annual, you know, like an annual. Uh-huh. Yep. It reminds me that it's got all that going on. It's a great beach read for the kids, isn't it? Take this on holiday. They've only got three weeks, four weeks left at school, the kids. Get this, get mm. this. In fact, don't tell them. Just buy it and stick it in their suitcase. They love it. Yeah. She really loves it. Oh, well, all right. So tell we, Mary thank you. We thought we knew what you were doing for the summer, um, but you're not going to the World Cup. No, Because uh, of your injury. Yeah. Um, Obviously, you must be gutted, clearly. Um, uh, what, give us some thoughts on the summer for, for the girls and for yourself and for the World Cup in general and the world looking upon the women's game. Yeah, again, it's going to be, I think, the biggest you know major competition yet um, with the buzz around it. I know, obviously, I'm speaking quite regularly to a lot of the girls are away now on camp training very hard. Um, yeah, I think they're all looking very much forward to it but World Cup so yeah they're, they're a tough competition to be in obviously I've been lucky enough to play in one in 2019 and yeah we've got quite a young squad this year so I have every faith in them and I just want them yeah to just put out there on the pitch exactly what we did the summer just gone so yeah I know how hard they're working I'll be watching them on Saturday this Saturday at the game and yeah I'll be giving them a goodbye on 
the 5th of July just fly off so I'll go and see him then so I'll give them all a kick up the bum <laughs> just before they go with your good leg with my good one yeah good yes. Uh, Beth, great to meet you. No, thank you. A real honour, a real pleasure to meet you. Beth Mead. Roar is the book, A Guide to Dreaming Big and Playing the Sport You Love. It's out now. Love the 80s? Then you'll love Virgin Radio 80s Plus. Love Chris Evans. Love the 80s. Over on Virgin Radio. 80s Plus. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.